Hi guys, welcome back. If you saw my previous episode, then this is just going to be a second part of that, but to kind of fill you in if you didn't, I recommend that you do listen to that so you kind of know where I'm coming from. But basically, I had a eye-opening experience, well, series of experiences that helped me realize that my faith was not where I thought it was, and God's been working in me and through that. So this is the second part, and the first part I kind of talk about where God's showing me I need to strengthen my faith and just bringing you guys on this journey as I work on that. So today I'm going to be filling you guys in on how that journey is going. And in short, it did, it wasn't, it's not well, <laughs> it hasn't been going the way that I hoped it would, but this is what happens. Um, we, we, I, I sometimes set myself expectations that are unrealistic. And I guess in my head, I thought everything was going to be better tomorrow. And it's a work in progress. I went on vacation with my family and I had in my head that I wanted to be left alone and unplugged from everybody. And it was going to be this totally relaxing out in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't in the middle of nowhere, but I'm a very much deep city girl. So it was out in the middle of nowhere for me. Um, but I realized that what happened was I shut myself off to some of the strongest sisters in Christ and accountability partners that I have. I completely shut myself out from them and that hurt my progress significantly. What God showed me on this trip was that I have a serious issue with believing that I'm God in certain circumstances. That was not an easy pill to swallow, but I had to face reality. We left the trip today, actually, and came back home, and I kept wondering why I felt so off. And I, I was trying to think of all the reasons, like I just went on vacation for the first time with a baby, and well, she'll be a year old in a few weeks, but it was not the same. And if you have a child, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, um, you can probably still understand that when you go on a vacation, when it's just you and a few other people, or maybe just yourself, you only, everybody kind of takes care of themselves. But when you have a child in the mix, especially such a young child, you're basically taking everything you did at home with you to a different city in a different location. It was the same thing um, and just really challenging. And she decided she didn't want to sleep. And it was just one challenge after the other, one obstacle after the other. And I kind of chopped down to that. I was like, well, I'm just tired because I went on vacation with a baby and it was actually more exhausting than it was relaxing. And as we're driving home, uh, you know, it's Monday. And so I was going to watch the church service or church streams their service live on, um, on their YouTube channel that they have there. So everybody can see it no matter where you are. And we couldn't, like, there wasn't a way to cast anything on the TV. It just wasn't set up well for us to all watch it as a family. So I said, you know what, let's listen to it on the way home. So, you know, the next day I said, okay. I set up the sermon, we're about to listen to it on the way home, and I do something, and I knew what I was doing, but it didn't really resonate or sit with me until um, a few hours later. But what I do is I skipped through the worship service and went straight into the sermon. And our church, we do a song, a worship song to end the service, we kind of sandwich it, right? Worship, sermon, then worship. And um, I cut the sermon off afterwards, and I said, okay, how, what did everyone think about the sermon? Now, the thing is, the people in the car, being my husband and my sister, they're not huge. Um, God doesn't speak to them through music, right? It's not something 
that they have a connection with. So they probably didn't even notice, to be totally honest with you. Um, I don't even think they noticed. They never made a comment. I mean, they're not huge people when it comes to worship music. They're, uh, they like it, they enjoy it, but God doesn't speak to them in worship. But I'll tell you something, God does for me. And it's a spiritual gift he's given me. It's something I'm involved in certain worship aspects at church. Like there was really no reason I should have turned that off and I knew it. So a few hours later, I'm thinking about it and I thought, why did I turn that part off? That's the part when God speaks to me the most. And I realized I didn't want to hear from God today. I caught on and realized I don't want to hear what you have to say to me. And I didn't know why. And then I started thinking further and I thought, I kind of cut you out this trip, didn't I? I told all the people who should or would have been there as my support, I kind of told them, leave me alone. I, I want to be left alone. What I did was during this trip is I said, okay, God, I don't need you on this trip. I'm having a vacation from you. See, I'm, I'm really active at church and I'm really involved in a lot of stuff and I'm involved in different aspects. I'm serving in a lot of facets and uh, from many people who aren't um, faith-based people, whether they're Christians or not, some of them are Christians, but they're not strong in their faith. They see what I'm doing as just being too involved. You know, you're just so involved in church. You just, you know, you're doing too much. They don't need you this bad. You don't have to give all your time to them. And, and to clarify, I don't give all of my time to church. I serve where God's leading me to serve. So there's nothing I'm doing that God's not leading me to do. But what happened was I kind of took their advice, their earthly advice, their flesh desired advice, which was take a break from it all. And I cut myself off from God thinking, well, I've done enough. I've worked hard. I'm involved. I'm contacting people. I'm praying all the time. I'm in the word constantly. I need a break. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. I did not need a break from him. I needed him in full 100% more. I needed him more than I did because I was in a different area and away from home. And that was such a chance to have this, yes, relax, but also get his full presence in a whole different area and have him speak to me as he does. And I cut him off. I didn't listen to any worship music while I was on vacation. I hate to admit this, but I've said it before. I'll say it again. Vulnerability is key to progress. I didn't even pray. I'm in a house full of people who are learning about God and trying to become stronger in their faith, but often looking to me as some guidance, right? I'm not the key to their, you know, spiritual success or anything, but they look to me for guidance. What do we do now? Do we pray at this meal? Do we not? Do we pray before bed? Do we not? They keep looking to me for a little bit of nudging guidance. And I don't run this household. I am a, I'm working on being a submissive wife to my husband. And um, so, so what I mean by that, I don't want it to get lost in translation here. I have a family full of people that want to be strong in their faith. So they're looking to somebody who is pretty strong in their faith. They're working to be stronger as this entire thing is about right now. Um, but looking to be stronger so they look to me to say, okay, now what? And sometimes God guides me to just distinctly tell them. And other times God tells me do this through action and, um, or, Hey, just stay quiet. Let them figure it out. I'll guide them. You know, I, I constantly am going to God for this, but what I noticed is when I didn't instigate anything, when I didn't initiate prayers, when I didn't mention God during the whole trip, they didn't either. But I also cut out all the people who would have supported me to say, Hey, you need to bring God back into the picture. I cut him out. 
So what I did this whole trip was I cut, got out of the picture and I said, I got it. I need a break anyway. So just you do you, you keep moving, do your thing, but just, you know, leave me be over here. And it was a catastrophe, an absolute catastrophe. It was one disaster after the other. I mean, I'm telling you, the first two days were really good. I had a great time and it was just, whoa, a train wreck afterwards. And I realized that it was a train wreck because I took God out of the equation. Doesn't mean those circumstances wouldn't have happened. I mean, I, there was so many run-ins with weird things that we stayed in an Airbnb. So there was so many weird things happening at the Airbnb. There was a lot of like, um, it was just a weird trip. <laughs> it was a lot of weird things. Um, and, and what happened was I noticed that if those circumstances were going to happen regardless, but if I put God at the forefront, I would have handled them a lot better. And with this trip, I didn't, I fell apart. I was angry. I was in a bad mood pretty much the whole second half of the trip. And it's because God wasn't present once. I decided I didn't need to journal. I decided I didn't need to pray before I ate. I decided I didn't need to do this or that. And, and it was really eye-opening. What God showed me was you don't need a break from me ever. You need me always 24 seven. You don't need a break from me. You might need a break from uh, technology, from work, from school, from, you know, whatever you're dealing with, you might have to take a break from that, but never me. Yeah. You might need to take a break from serving. It happens. Right. And I don't want that to feel like you should always go on 20 to you know, not 20. You should always be going on hundred percent 24 seven. I mean, God opened my eyes to say, to see, yeah, you needed a break from running some things at church. You did. You were doing it every single Sunday and, and you did need a break. You needed a moment um, to kind of focus on the word and, and all of that. But I didn't even focus on the word. <laughs> like I got a break and I didn't even do what you're supposed to do, which is recharge through the Holy Spirit. I didn't do that. I have an entire episode on this podcast about taking a break and allowing the Holy Spirit, the advocate to recharge you. I didn't even take my own advice. That just further shows you guys, I am human. <laughs> And I say a lot of things that I am still working on. And I mention that in those episodes, I say, this is thing, things that I'm still working on. And this is further evidence that, uh, that I'm just laying out to you guys and showing you, I'm still working on this. I didn't allow God into my vacation. I didn't pack him with me. I didn't let him into the car. I said, all right, you stay home. We'll be back in a few days. And I regret every moment of that. But we can't live in regret and I'm not going to live in regret because what this did was what it did was teach me a valuable lesson that where I go, God comes with and I can choose to leave him behind. But if I do, I will still experience everything, right? Having God doesn't change necessarily the circumstances, but it sure as heck changes how we perceive, handle and absorb those circumstances and react to them. And had I had God present and dominant in those moments, I would not have been in a cranky mood. I would not have responded ungodly. I would have been full of, of God's light and wanting to shine that and say, let's handle this in a godly way. Let's resolve this in a godly way. Let's react to this godly. And instead, what I did was I shut him out and I said, just go. I, I'm, I don't want to focus on you right now. It's just so exhausting, um, which is not true right? And I knew that. It's not true that I found time with God exhausting, but 
I was away just long enough for the enemy to get in my head and say, wasn't it exhausting reading your Bible every single day? And wasn't it exhausting praying five times a day? Like, goodness, do you really need to do all that? That was the enemy. Because what God says is, pray to me, talk to me 80 times a day. The closer you are to me, the better you're going to be for it. Because again, your circumstances may not change, but you're going to handle them a lot better when you have me. Right? I slipped up and I get to unfortunate. Well, it's not unfortunate because there's a lot of good that comes out of this, but I wish I didn't have to tell you guys that the second episode of this faith journey that you're on with me is not so uplifting and I'm doing so great, but showing you too that God's breaking ground in me to strengthen my faith and already he's showing, Hey, see, this is where you, this is part of where you're weak right here. Right here is part of where you're weak. You decided that you only have to be with me in your comfortable environment. And what he's showing me is, I go with you wherever you go. That's how it works. You want to be strong in your faith? Take me with you. You want to be strong for the next storm? Take me with you everywhere you go. And I will strengthen you every second, every moment. Leave me behind? And you mess up. If you work out, if you're one of those people who work out, you'll probably understand this, but I I've, <laughs> I don't. Um, I probably should. But I have friends and family that work out and I've been on vacation trips with them. And I know one of the things they ask is like, where's there a good running trail? Because I got to keep my workout going. Where's there a gym nearby? If we're at a hotel, it's where's their gym in the hotel? We need to stay at a hotel at the gym. They're very worried about, not worried, but very aware that they need to keep their workout going or they're going to be two steps back and they want to make sure they're still on track. Faith is no different. Faith is absolutely no different. What was I thinking leaving God behind? Faith is a workout. It's a spiritual workout. And here I was thinking leaving him behind and coming back to him, I could just pick up like nothing happened. And the truth is what it did was it set me back a little bit. So yeah, I wanted to come on today and I wanted to tell you guys how great it's been going and how I've had nothing but strong improvements in my faith. But instead, what I have to do is come on here and tell you guys, it hasn't been going as well as I thought it would. And yet, well, it wasn't until later when God revealed to me that, hey, I just showed you where you're weak. So let's work on it. So that's what I'm working on now. Now I see a little more narrow where I need to work on, which is bring God with me everywhere I go. And I'm working on ways that I can incorporate God in my daily life. So he's the first thing I think about, the last thing I think about. And he's always with me every little thing that I do in the car ride to run errands when I'm making lunch for my daughter when I'm making beds or washing dishes or doing the laundry having him present in those moments because those are the moments when he can say so much to us if we just let him so that's what I'll be working on and if you're in a similar season, then I challenge you to work on the same thing. If you're not in a similar season, a little further behind, a little further ahead, um, pray that God shows you where he's challenging you because <laughs> he'll show you. Um, and that's exactly what happened to me. So I'm really excited to move forward from here. And I'm really excited to jump on sooner. Um, I know there's quite a length of time since my last episode, but honestly, it's because I was waiting for the right thing to say. And then this happened and I realized, well, it's a good thing. So now I get to be transparent and show you guys that a journey in strengthening your faith won't always be sunshine and rainbows. There's going to be storms and it's not always going to be easy. So 
Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of this journey. And I really do. I'm praying for all my listeners, all you guys who are listening and tuning in and newcomers, frequent listeners. Thank you so much. And I'm just really excited to see what God has in store for my journey, for this podcast, and for all of you listening. So thank you. God bless. Have a fabulous evening. And I will be talking to you soon.